from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m. and 94.5 f.m. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. Last day of July, Friday, last day of the week. Here we are, July 31st. We've got a great show for you. Father Andrew Winchettel coming up, Iowa Catholic Radio spiritual advisor, going to talk about Sunday's gospel, prepare our hearts for it. 7.15 today, Jonathan Teixeira is going to be on. Uh, he was a Focus missionary for eight and a half years, both on campus and at Focus headquarters, uh, now married, and they found themselves in $25,000 in debt, mostly his, he says. He decided to do something about it and to learn how to use money. He eliminated all the debt in seven and a half months while fundraising their salary for Focus Missionaries uh, and then started helping others do the same. And uh, he's going to talk today about Catholics and money, especially during the current financial strain of COVID, our relationship with money and what that should actually look like. So uh, looking forward to talking to Jonathan Teixeira coming up at 715 today. 745, Justin White, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines, Ways and Reasons to Unplug uh, During These Times. So uh, we're all plugged in, but uh, there might be a good reason for us to be able to unplug once in a while, or maybe just for a short period during the day. Justin White will talk about the importance of that coming up in the second half hour. Jimmy Olson in for Mark Amadeo this morning. Your news and with your news and sports, we'll have uh, your weather straight from the desk of TV 13's meteorologist Megan Selwa and your saint of the day in the second half hour. It'll be a jam-packed show this morning. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Jimmy Olsen in for Mark Amadeo. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Hello, John. Here we are. Yes, we are. Now, did we include the uh, Lakers in uh, the sports? No, I'm going to leave that up to you. Oh, okay. That's right, because NBA did open last night, Yes, they did. It was a a big deal last night, opening uh, my LeBron James. How big of a deal was it? Uh, it was. I mean, for me, I, I at least enjoyed watching some basketball. It's good to see. But uh, yes, LeBron won by two. I, I should say the Lakers. J- just LeBron two. won. Nobody yeah. else. Well, I, he, I, he played I, by himself. Well, no, nobody else showed up to the game. I mean, when he's on the court, it's e- just... everyone else was quarantined. So <laughs> it was LeBron against the world. One on one. Is that what you're saying? I'd actually watch that too. One on one basketball right now. <laughs> I'd watch any kind of basketball. It was good to see uh, them back, though. So the NBA is back. The MLB is back. I think um, you know the NFL's talking right now. So we'll see what happens come fall. But uh, it all looks different right now. But I'll take anything I can get. I think everyone will at this point. Even the weather that we're looking at, which is looking pretty good from the WHO-TV weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One Studio. It is 69, going to be a mostly sunny one today, a high of 81 tonight, mostly clear, 61 for a low, then mostly sunny, 87 tomorrow. Uh, Looking into Sunday, it looks like we could see some showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny, 80, and then... uh, 
back to next week, mostly sunny and 76 for Monday. Yesterday, Governor Reynolds gave an emergency public health proclamation, and this was uh, towards bars, restaurants, and other food establishments. They need to create at least six feet of physical distance between tables. Also, everyone must have a seat at a table or bar, plus establishments must limit patrons from congregating together closer than six feet. The governor also maintains that students need to be back in the classroom, and she also gave guidance to the schools as they finalize their return to learn plans. Uh, positivity, rate, positivity rates are a key and anything less than 15% positivity rates in a county over 14 days. Students should stay in school. Now positivity rates 15 to 20% with a 10% absentee rate among students. They could go to a hybrid learning plan. The Iowa Homeland Security and Emergency Uh, They have released a statement concerning letters saying the National Guard is mobilizing to enforce a nationwide quarantine. That is not true. So do not plant the seeds and do not believe the letter. They also ask that you do not spread any misinformation. Today's sports report brought to you by Big Red Q. Quick print in the MLB. Indians took the Twins 2-0. Royals over the Tigers 5-3. And as you heard from John, to make him happy... NBA got underway last night. It was uh, Jazz over the Pelicans, uh, 106-104. to And, yes, the Lakers over the Clippers, 103-101. to I just follow LeBron wherever just he follow- goes. <laughs> you know that, wherever he goes. So you're stalking him, is that I, what you're I, saying? I'm the, I am all in on LeBron James. <laughs> From the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Sawa, it is going to be a mostly sunny one today and a high near 81. Currently at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One studio, it is 69. This has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, weather, and sports. For Mark Amadeo, I'm Jimmy Olson. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Going to start off a Friday accident-free and no delays, just plenty of construction. So be on the lookout for that today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken is a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, let's go to Father Andrew Winchettel now. Good morning, Father. Good morning. The loaves in the fishes this Sunday. Great. Yep, this is uh, one of those stories that shows up in all four Gospels, mm-hmm. uh, and that's worth noting, I think, because it shows how important it was uh, to the early Church uh, that they have this account in Scripture. And, uh, and of course, uh, as you mentioned, the, the multiplication of the, of the loaves, Jesus takes, uh, we're told, five loaves of bread in this case, that uh, is thought to refer to the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Old Testament, and then two loaves of fish, and it depends who you ask. Usually that's thought of as, the, as for some people, the Old Testament and New Testament, and, and that this is a, that Jesus is a fulfillment of, of um, encompasses both Testaments. Uh, it's not just one or the other. And, uh, and so the loaves are multiplied, and uh, he uses, uh, also noticeable, is he uses his disciples uh, to distribute. He doesn't give them necessarily himself uh, to these people, um, and that uh, 
symbolizes their, uh, in a way, their priesthood. Uh, that, that, for example, I as a priest, I don't do anything on my own. I always do it with the with the power and authority of Jesus given to me by Him uh, to nourish the people. Yeah, I, I think this is also, we need to be clear, um, that sometimes there's uh, those that say that, um, you know, this was kind of a giant picnic and and people just began sharing with one another. Um, that's not true as well. Uh, there's a real miracle that takes place here, Father. That's right. Yeah, it's often you know, how, how quaint uh, that everybody is getting along and, and being generous with one another. Uh, that's it's not necessarily wrong to say, but we're missing out on a whole lot more mm-hmm. uh, when we just water it down to to, to that. Uh, it, it definitely uh, it, because if we do that, it turns into a slippery slope. Uh, then we need to deny, uh, or it becomes easier at least than to deny other miracles that he did and his disciples did. Uh, and eventually, do we risk then denying the resurrection? For example, the greatest miracle of all. You talked about the, um, you know, the symbolism here of the priesthood, but also, of course, um, you know, the the foreshadowing of the Eucharist uh, is what Jesus is is really doing here, and how he feeds us with the true bread. That you know, we're hungry, the crowds are hungry, and Christ Jesus comes to feed us. Exactly, and, and some of the same language uh, in, in this uh, passage is, is some of the same language used to, to for example, uh, um, the Last Supper. Uh, like the, the actions that Jesus does, he said the blessing, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples. Uh, so, so some of those same actions uh, and verbs uh, are are employed uh, whenever a, uh, an allusion is being made to the Eucharist. Yeah, and they all ate, they were satisfied, and they picked up the fragments left over, 12 wicker baskets full. Christ Jesus always gives us what we need, overflowing. Uh, and, and and here we find it. Matthew fourteen thirteen to twenty one is the gospel for this Sunday, friends. The loaves and the fishes. Make sure to pay attention uh, this morning. Uh, excuse me, Sunday morning or evening or Saturday evening, whenever you go. Would you give us your blessing? Certainly. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Andrew Winchell, everyone. Talk to you soon, Father. All right, right, coming up right after this, Jonathan Teixeira is going to be talking about Catholics and money and our relationship with money and what that should look like, especially during the current financial strain of COVID. What does the church teach about money as well? And uh, we'll talk a little bit about tithing and uh, should Catholics tithe? How much? What does that look like? All money questions coming up at 7.15 today. Uh, 7.45, Justin White, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines, can talk about some ways and reasons to unplug. More on that in the second half hour. All right, don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. 963-4494. I've got that uh, number memorized now. Roofing, residential re-roofing for over 30 years. He comes to the job in person, gives the bid, comes with his team, makes sure everything's going well. Then he's there for the cleanup, making sure that there's not one thing left over in the yard. Again, 30 plus years in business, residential re-roofs, 963-4494. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. Support Catholic Media. What an incredible gift Catholic Media is. Support any kind of Christian outreach that's getting the word out. Because it's a contrast to the negative message which is often being promoted, especially as regards issues of human dignity. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show and planting a landscape. They're passionate about providing natural solutions, creating a lush and full landscape for customers to enjoy. Many, many years, passion for a beautiful-looking landscape is what drives this business. Honesty and integrity comes first, 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. It's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Let's go to our next guest of the day, uh, previously a focus missionary for about eight and a half years, now working with money. Jonathan Teixeira joins me. Hey, Jonathan. Hello, John. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Good to have you on. We're going to talk about Catholics and money and the right relationship. But tell me your story here. You guys found yourself in significant debt many years ago, and you climbed your way out of it in a relatively short amount of time, and that really taught you something. Absolutely. My wife, Amanda, and I, we were both working as missionaries with Focus, a fellowship of Catholic University students. That's how we met. We got married, and um, we found ourselves with about $25,000 of debt, Student, uh, student loans, credit card loans, that kind of thing was mostly mine. So it was kind of, I joke around saying it was my wedding gift to her. But um, when we looked at it, we saw, you know, we have our, these dreams for our future. We want to do these things. We want to give generously. Um, but this debt was in the way. It was kind of this ball and chain dragging us down. And so we wanted to get rid of that, get past that, and move on to the rest of our lives. So we had to figure out how to use money 
and we just got convicted to just pay off that debt, get really creative. Uh, we, you know, we were fundraising our our salary at the time. When we started, we only were probably bringing home maybe $35,000 a year. We had $25,000 in debt, um, but through just being creative in in kind of in cutting costs, creative in finding ways to boost our income, and yes, of course, going out there and fundraising a little bit more, we were able to eliminate all of our debt in seven and a half months. We paid it off on uh, August 15th on the assumption well, of, uh, yeah. Yeah, you work now to teach people about money, is that correct? That's right, yeah. So we started doing that. Other missionaries like, what, what, how did you, how do I do that too? So we started talking with people. We started um, you know, having people over for dinner and talking about their money at missionary trainings. We'd set up and talk to people over lunch. We gave a couple, you know, classes at training and things like that. And then it started just bringing our friends and then it was kind of acquaintances and then it was strangers. We thought, I think we might be onto something here. You know, we gave, uh, you know, we, we spoke at a theology on tap and then, um, then right, our family started growing. We had less time. And so we decided we moved, kind of moved online so we could reach as many people as possible uh, to help them get their money in order. So we, st- we started our company, WalletWin, in 2017. We have an online course, a membership, a podcast, um, and a bunch of resources to help Catholics eliminate debt, build wealth, and transform the world through generosity. What should the proper relationship be with money for a Catholic? Sure. You know, well, the, I mean, it's, it's, money is this weird thing, right? We, and we, it seems really clear in all other areas of our life that yes, God has a plan for us. The church has spoken into the, in, into this for us. And there is a path, right? The Ten Commandments are, are a great example of like, hey, God has some, some rules. They're not suggestions. Like, you should live this way. And if you do, things are going to be a lot easier for you. Um, he has said so much about money. But uh, for whatever reason, it, it kind of hasn't really sunk into a lot of uh, Catholic hearts. And so it's, it, it is an area where God has spoken, where the Church has, has taught things. And again, if you use your money according to the way God says uh, you should, everything's going to be a whole lot easier. And it's a lot of common sense things. It's, it's right, it's, like you said at the top of it, a right relationship, right? You can use a knife to cut a piece of pie for your, for your family, and that's a really good use of a, of a knife. Or you could stab somebody with it, and that's not good. Um, that's kind of the wrong use of a knife. And so with the same thing with money, you can use it um, correctly, and you can use it incorrectly. Like Fulton Sheen says, um, he said, you should love people and use things instead of using people and loving things. Mm-hmm. And so when we are in the right relationship with money, with possessions, with really things of the world, um, they have their proper place, and they can serve um, all the things that God is asking us to do. I've heard people at times misquote sacred scripture in saying that, uh, you know, the Bible says that uh, the uh, money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. And, and I always say that's not true. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. So it's a matter of really, you know, the place money plays in our life. Because as you said, money's not a bad thing at all. It's a good thing mm-hmm. as long as it's working for us and we're not working for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just heard that the other somebody wrote into us and like, well, how do you? This is for Catholics. Money is the root of all evil. Like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Love of money in 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 a wrong relationship with money is is a could be the root of evil. Um, what's interesting is right when when um, John the Baptist is preaching. This is in Luke uh, two, 
and it says everybody comes out and they're like, and, you know, he's saying, Hey, the Messiah's coming. You gotta get ready guys. And they go, okay. Uh, how do we get ready? He tells them three things. He says the, the multitudes ask him what to do. He answers them. He says, he who has two coats, share with, the, share with he who has none. He who has food, do likewise. Then the tax collectors come to be baptized and say, what do we do? And he says, collect no more than you're supposed to. And then the soldiers come, and they go, what do we do? And he says, rob nobody by violence or false accusation. Be content with your wages. So all these people are coming, and they say, the Messiah's coming. What do we do? All three things he tells them about are about money, because money is wrapped up in everything. When we have a, a weird, like a rough money situation, we feel it all day long. And we're going to be shorter with the kids. We're going to be shorter with our spouse. We're going to be grumpier at work, whatever it is. We're going to probably be, we're going to be less healthy physically because of all the stress. When we are in a better relationship with money, when, when we're not stressed about it, we have a plan for our spending, when we spend according to the plan, then we're, we're able to enter into all these other parts of our lives. All the other relationships are cleaner, are better, and we're able to say yes to God, right? I mean, how many, how many times have you seen this? You know, a, a, a wonderful young person um, responding to God's call in their life to, you know, enter religious life, but, like, but then they're like, oh, but I have all this debt. I can't go in yet. Mm-hmm. Or somebody, you know, wanting to get married, but, oh, I have all this debt I need to clean up, or I don't know how, like, I don't want to bring that into things. If we were living better with our money, you're able to more willingly and, and faster and better say yes to what God's asking us to do. It's, oh, you want me to pick up and do this, God? Ooh, but how's that going to cost? And how am I going to pay? If everything was set up better, you can just go, yeah, okay, I'll do that. So that's, that's really what we want to do. We want to get the money piece right because we know that it filters into all these other parts of life, especially opening us up to be able to say yes to whatever it is that God's asking us to do. Like my dream, right, is right after this, this lifetime um, of, of using my money well, of saving, of investing, all these things, is that when I get that letter in the mail, from from those sisters going, we have all these new sisters. We're running out of room in the convent. We need to build a new one. I just want to write the check. Sister, I yeah. can't wait to do that. I want to talk about that in a second too. Um, but are there are there church teachings that you're drawing from here, or anything that you've read that has inspired you in in realm of the church? Sure. So so of course, scripture. Uh, a quarter of. Jesus' parables are specifically about money, and then even more, you know, uh, are about, um, you know, being a good steward of the gifts God's given you. There's countless. I mean, depending how you count it and which website you, you I haven't counted them all yet, but uh, if you, other people's counts, there's anywhere, I mean, it's in the hundreds, maybe even up to a thousand verses in the Bible um, have to do about money. So there's a ton just right there in, in the Word of God. Um, but the church is, herself has like, spoken into this. So um, one of the, the biggest ones is um, Pope Leo XIII um, wrote Rerum Novarum um, on capital and labor and all this. And, and that's just, it's incredible. I'd say especially, if you don't want to read the whole thing, at least read uh, paragraph 22. Um, and he just talks about, so this is just a real thing, quick thing from this, but he says, um, and this is about, like the responsibility it gives, again, speaking not into um, that it's the, the relationship that you have with money and 
that's how you see it, right? It's just a tool to be used. He says, um, he says, therefore, those who fortune favors are warned that riches do not bring freedom from sorrow, and they are no avail for eternal happiness, but rather obstacles. The rich tremble at the threatenings of Jesus Christ, threatenings so unwanted in the mouth of our Lord, and that a most strict account must be given to the supreme judge for all we possess. The chief and most excellent rule for the right use of money is one the heathen philosophers hinted at which the Church has traced out clearly, and has not only made known to men's minds, but has impressed upon their lives. It rests on the principle that it is one thing to have a right to the possession of money, and another to have a right to use money as one wills. Interesting so stuff. Um, finally, yeah. I want to ask you about tithing. Um, of course. Is there a number? You know, some people say, well, I got to tie 10%. Mm-hmm. Some people I've heard say more. Is there a number that the church recommends or the church teaches? Where does that go? Yeah, so there's no specific, it's not like, you know, you can't be like, oh, yes. And, you know, if you go to catechism paragraph, you know, 60, 1632, it says you must give this percent. It's not like that. Um, traditionally, yes, you see the tie, the 10%. You see, um, you see, you know, 10% given to Melchizedek. You see um, a, a tenth of of the harvest given. You see, the, oh, really, the only thing I've seen in the New Testament is, right, the ten lepers uh, are healed. One goes back to say thank you to Jesus. So I've seen a lot of good, a lot of great stuff saying, hey, give 10%, and I think that would be amazing. The average Catholic, I think, gives about 1%. We need to be giving more. However, I am going to say this. I think... Jesus doesn't want 10%. He doesn't want 10% from you. He wants all of it, right? We don't give 10% of our lives to Jesus. That's what I did before my conversion, and that did not work out very well for me. Mm -hmm. Jesus wants every dollar, every cent to be used for his glory. Now, that does not mean, right, that I'm going to give 100% of my money to the church. Um, That would leave me in a bind, of course, um, but he's asking me to be generous, to give generously, to use it generously for his for his glory. And every right, every moment of my day, right, we should be praying without ceasing. We should be giving glory to God in all of our actions. We should do that with all of our spending too. So it's not so much a number, right? Ten percent is an amazing number for some people. That's not going to be possible because of their situation. So they need to find that spot in there where. It's maybe a little bit of a stretch where they're giving generously. Some other people, ten percent, they won't even notice it. That's you know that's that's the the you know the the with the parable of the the widow, right? She gives this teeny little bit, but it's huge. And these other folks, they're giving who knows, probably ten percent, maybe even more, but eh, they don't even notice it. And what's the gift there? So the point is to be to be generous, to trust God, and to be willing, like. Hey, I love what's going on here at the parish or with this with this uh, ministry, this apostolate, whatever it is, and I want to support it. I want to make it happen. Walletwin.com is where you can go. As uh, as Jonathan said, there's a lot there, including a podcast that you can listen to and some uh, resources to be able to help you and your money. Jonathan Teixeira, thanks for coming on, man. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much. All right. God bless you. Jonathan uh, Teixeira, everyone. Walletwin.com. Uh, coming up, second half hour, Justin White, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines. Going to talk about some ways and reasons to unplug during these times. John, uh, Justin, coming up, second half hour. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning. We made it to a Friday. Thanks for joining me today. Yes, last day of July. Can you believe it? 
Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Household plumbing, vital for everyday convenience and comfort. Most of us don't know something goes wrong until it does. Trusted plumbers with the experience necessary to ensure the excellent job each and every time. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus came to his native place and taught the people in their synagogue. They were astonished and said, Where did this man get such wisdom and mighty deeds? Is he not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother named Mary, and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Are not his sisters all with us? Where did this man get all this? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place and in his own house. And he did not work many mighty deeds there because of their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord There is a saying that familiarity breeds contempt, which Jesus seems to experience in this Gospel. But he'll show us by his future actions that familiarity has nothing to do with what others think of him. God doesn't do violence to our free will. So do we truly want the healing that he wants for us and for others, regardless of the familiarity that we think we have with him? At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Thank you to Bozen the Floors for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Floors. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Justin White coming up, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines. Some ways and reasons to unplug. I think that'll be a healthy segment for most of us here uh, coming up here in a few minutes. Also, a big name in the church today we celebrate. I'll give it away. St. Ignatius of Loyola today. So we'll have a little bit of his story. One of my favorite conversion stories of all time. Yesterday, Father Bill Watson was on the show, and I thought he just did a great job with his new, um, what, no, I, I, not new project, but with his project that he's been working on uh, for many years now, and uh, to be able to help bring the spiritual exercises on, and um, I'll put that on, on my podcast, you can find that, uh, and uh, I, that is uh, sponsored by Iowa Catholic Radio. Also, check out all the podcasts here for Iowa Catholic Radio that we have. SoundCloud is where you can go. Um, uh, you can find them on iowacatholicradio.com. This is the list of all the different shows are there, and I want to make sure to point our listeners to that. i got to do more of that because that's uh, I, I hear more and more people that are going to iowacatholicradio.com and podcasting some of the shows that we have put out there. So it's a good way to catch up on everything that's happening here on Iowa Catholic Radio. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. 
God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo. Excuse me, Jimmy Olsen in for Mark Amadeo now. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Last day. There's just somebody sitting in the chair. It really doesn't matter who it is. You're la- <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> Your last day. That's right. Done a good job. Everyone will be happy that Mark will be back on Monday. They don't have to hear me anymore. You did a great job. I even got one text that said you got a great radio voice. Well, thank you. You've been in radio Whatever long that enough means. now. Yeah, yeah just, just at least three days. How long have you been in radio? Uh, about 30 years since 30 high school. 30 years? Yeah, yeah ever goodness. since high school. Went to. Uh, Was this the dream? No, actually, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, 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 no. My uh, my plan was to probably do part time radio, but uh, the the plan was to actually become a youth pastor, and that kind of failed. And yeah, here I am. Well, hey, thirty <laughs> years that's uh, that's a lot of time given to something. Yeah, a lot yeah. of dedication. A little bit. Dedication or stupidity? I haven't figured it out 100% yet. I'll take dedication. (laughs) (laughs) From the WHO-TV weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One Studio. We're sitting at 69. It's going to be a mostly sunny one today, a high of 81 tonight. Going to get down to 61 for that low, and then uh, more sunshine tomorrow and a high of 87. Looks like we could see some showers and thunderstorms by Sunday. Uh, I got to mow. Uh, partly sunny, a high of 80, and then Monday going to be mostly sunny and 76. Yesterday, Governor Reynolds gave an emergency public health proclamation. It includes bars, restaurants, and other food establishments to create a six feet of physical distance between tables, at least six feet. Also, everyone must uh, be seated at the table or the bar, plus establishments uh, need to limit patrons from congregating closer than six feet one from one another. Then she also included... Her uh, guidance for uh, students getting back to class for schools as they finalize their return to learn plans. She says that the positivity rates are the key. Anything less than 15% positivity rate in a county over 14 days, students should stay in school. Positivity rates from 15 to 20% with a 10% absentee rate among students could go to a hybrid learning plan. The Iowa Homeland Security and Emergency, they released a letter saying that the National Guard is not mobilizing an effort to quarantine nationwide. That letter is false, and to please not spread misinformation. Today's sports report brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print in the MLB. It was the Indians over the Twins 2-0. to zero. The Royals won. They beat the Tigers 5-3, to three. and then NBA both one by two. That's kind of interesting. It yep. was the Jazz over the Pelicans at 106 to 104, and the Lakers took the Clippers 103 to 101. From the WHO TV 13 weather desk, and meteorologist Megan Sawa. Mostly sunny, 81 today. Currently at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One Studio. We're sitting at 69. This has been your Iowa Catholic Radio news, weather, and sports. For Mark Amadeo, I'm Jimmy Olson. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Still accident-free, no delays to pass along, but construction is out there, so keep an eye and be careful as you're out and about today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. From soldier to saint, today's saint offers us a rich witness of obedience as well as some deep wisdom on how to cultivate our interior life with Jesus Christ. St. Ignatius of Loyola today, big name in the church, was a soldier and well on his way to earning fame and fortune on the battlefield when a cannonball shattered his leg. While recovering, Ignatius grew bored, and his only option of reading material was a commentary on the Gospels and a book on the lives of the saints. Cut to the core by these accounts, Ignatius began a year-long conversion to the faith. When he regained some mobility, Ignatius made a pilgrimage to a Marian shrine in Montserrat in Spain. Remaining there for a year, he began to write what would later become his greatest work, the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola. During this time, he experienced a severe bout of scrupulosity or an excessive preoccupation with sinfulness and often a belief that redemption is impossible. For Ignatius, only time managed to ease this pain. Fully recovered, Ignatius and six other religious men gathered to take vows of obedience and chastity. Obedience was to be the primary charism of their order to go wherever the Holy Father sent them for the salvation of souls. This group, the Society of Jesus, later known as the Jesuits, became the backbone in the church's counter-reformation effort. Ignatius stayed in Rome to help organize and cement his order, while the other six new Jesuits departed on missions around the world. Despite the administrative burden on Ignatius, he still found time to create orphanages and open the Roman College, which was to serve as a model for all other Jesuit colleges. Ignatius was an untiring foe of Protestantism, Yet the seeds of ecumenism may be found in his words, quote, Great care must be taken to show forth orthodox truth in such a way that if any heretics happen to be present, that may have an example of charity and Christian moderation. No hard words should be used, nor any sort of contempt for their errors be shown. We ask today, St. Ignatius of Loyola, to pray for us. Amen. And again, when the music runs out, you know it's going to be a big feast day the saint of the day thanks to stephen c reed attorney at law for underwriting the saint of the day a deacon here in des moines experienced in wills and estate planning makes it easy on you because he does the work for you 224-1776 that's 515-224-1776 i think my favorite part of saint ignatius of loyola's story is that it was the lives of the saints that converted him you know here he is just not even not even not even in this space at all not even thinking of the spiritual life at all. And here he's got a commentary of the Gospels and a book on the lives of the saints. And his life was completely changed. I mean, bored out of his mind after his leg was completely shattered. And you got to also think in a lot of pain. They didn't have pain management like they do uh, now, back in those days. And yet reading those lives of the saints, reading the Gospel, and again, you know, the saints' lives, I've always said changed lives because that's the Gospel come alive. So you read the Gospel and then you see it in the lives of the saints. And it changed his life. So I do a lot with the saints on this show. Hmm. Inspiring story. Justin White next, here on John Lee Nettie in the morning.
Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry, and talk about some ways and reasons to unplug during these times. Don't go anywhere. John Linetti in the morning right here on Friday, July 31st. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman and their team of uh, at Blessman International has done a lot to be able to make sure that their friends in Limpopo, South Africa, first are fed and some of the basic needs are taken care of. And that's something in 2001 that Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman, his wife, have been doing uh, and, and have been doing successfully. I mean, people there, lives have been changed, lives have been saved because of Blessman International. Thank you for underwriting this show, teaming up with us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. All you do for us, we are grateful trying to give back. BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. This is a friendly reminder to check your parish website to see Mass times. We also encourage you to see if your parish is requiring registration in advance for those Masses. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to Making It Personal with Bishop William Johnson Friday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio or on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Let's go to Justin White, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines. I left you a lot of time, my friend. Yes, you did. Yes, you you did. I appreciate it. Once you hit it out of the park today, uh, because I think this is a big topic, and a big topic in our world right now especially. We're going to talk about ways and reasons to unplug for your monthly segment. And this just isn't isn't important for uh, young people. This is important for every single living person on this planet right now, there has to be a healthy balance uh, here with uh, you know social media, uh, the times we plug in, TV, all of it, screen time, just in general. And uh, you're here to to talk just about that. But let me ask you this: why why right now? I mean, some people may say, "But Justin, we're in a pandemic. There's nothing else to do. Why do I got to unplug <laughs> right. now?" Right, exactly. Like this is like the one way that I can actually interact <laughs> with people in a safe way and whatnot. And I'm saying to stop it for a little bit. Yep. No, I, I definitely wouldn't say you know cut it off entirely. Um, but there's a there's a level at which we are not able to 
contemplate the Lord in silence because of being so plugged in, you know, all the time. And it gets really, really difficult to center ourselves in the Lord when we end up being, you know, centered in, even if it's, you know, well-intentioned, you know, online evangelization efforts, it's really easy to get kind of focused there rather than, you know, resting at the feet of the Lord and, and you know, choosing the better part, so to say. Um, and I think, you know, now in particular is one of those times where, yes, we have uh, more of an opportunity and more kind of desire and, and, and drive to get online and interact and whatnot, but that kind of also increases that importance of unplugging from it, at least every once in a while. But social media is so charitable. <laughs> is it? Why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't found that part of it. You know, you could find... You can, there, there is a sense sometimes when you do and you really are overly plugged in, I think it can create anxiety, um, a, a lot of anxiety, uh, angst, yeah. and uh, again, sometimes it can tend, and I think, you know, social media has its great place in our culture today, and I, I use it, I know you do, and, and it's something that's, uh, I think, important in our day and age, but at the same time, it can be misused, and we have to guard ourselves right. against that and really guard our hearts in that. Right. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And kind of what recently um, alerted me to it being a, a particularly pressing issue now is when Bishop Barron, of all people, took a, a, a full, you know, one of his video episodes just to devote to Catholics' behavior on social media. Mm. And when it gets to the point where, you know, the, the social media bishop is going to take some time to say, okay, look, we need to have a really serious talk about this. Yeah. I think that really should, you know, cause us to, to pause for a minute. And his primary message was essentially, if you're not being charitable, you're not helping. You know, we're really making this situation worse. Uh, and the, the best place, the best, you know, course of course of uh, action at that point is to stop. Um, you know, I think at one point in the video, he even said, you know, stop it. Um, and I think I think his words uh, are, are important to pay attention to in this in this case. If it's getting to the point where he really thinks it's this important to, to zero in on. That should say something for us. Uh, how do we do it? I mean, are you are you recommending weeks, months, days, hours? How does that go? So I've, I've actually had a couple really cool chats with some uh, young adults in the area about this and kind of asked, like, how are you like staying sane during so much of this and, and some you know, folks who are really plugged in? And the, the plan that I like the best, they choose a day of the week where... Uh, they think they think they're going to be kind of most susceptible to just the mindless scrolling, you know, because there's going on social media with a purpose, and there's just going on social media because I'm bored. And they try to zero in on what are the days where they think they're most likely to just go on because they're bored. And on those days, they, they plan it out and very intentionally said, on those days, I just delete the apps. And it means the next day they have to reinstall them and log in and all Didn't that Didn't you sort do of that? Stuff. What's that? Didn't you do that on your own phone? I've tried it. I've tried it. I'm never very consistent with it. And, but but their their emphasis, I was like, you know what? When they said, it, I'm like, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to a full day. You know, absolutely. Like, let's let's do this. So I don't know if I have their strength, but I think that they're on to something. And it's just deleting it and making it as inaccessible as you can, um, but very intentionally. And then having something to distract yourself when, when you know, you do want to go on there. You know, having the Laudate app, iBrievery available to pull up the daily readings, something like that. I think that's what, I think they're onto something. Have you ever closed the uh, 
like email app or Facebook or something, and then immediately opened it back up again, just like out of habit. <laughs> right. That's the mindless part. Yeah, isn't it crazy? It's it's like, weird. What am I even doing? I know. It's like yeah. you just become like a robot. I mean, I've done that several times. I'm like, what am I doing here? Right. I mean, but it can right. just be so ingrained, and I think that might be a good time to just kind of step away, at least for a few minutes, but a few hours, right. and and be able to unplug. So you say decide on one or two days, maybe a week entirely. Uh, you can delete some of the apps from the phone, and you know, of course, bring them back on. Uh, if you would like, um, but uh, you have another recommendation, and that is moving our eyes away from the screen to the Bible. Right, and, and that's that point where I think we're we're really getting back to the the idea of how are we fruitfully spending our time, right? Because uh, we can we can go online and say, you know, well, I'm on here to be you know a positive Catholic presence and whatnot, but if that isn't spurred on by a real rootedness in the in the scriptures and in the Word of God then we're probably, you know, running on a fool's errand at that point. And so I think it's important to, you know, a lot of us have, you know, Bibles in so many rooms of our, of our homes as well already, and they're probably pretty accessible, and if nothing else, if you're at work, throw one in your bag or something like that on the way to work. But then when you find yourself at that point of, you know, you start catching yourself doing the mindless scrolling like you were just talking about, you know, open it up just for the sake of opening it up. Honestly, even getting one chapter of one book of the Bible at that point, really anywhere, right? The Word of God can speak to us at any point, and you're just going, you know what, let's open to a psalm, or, you know, let's open to today's readings, or, you know, just one of Paul's shorter letters or something, and then instead of spending that time, those five, ten minutes scrolling or arguing or whatever, you just spend it in kind of this silent contemplation of the Word of God, and that's where we're really going to find the, the, the fruit of those eventual evangelization efforts online. Yeah. You also recommend picking just any book that maybe you've been putting off for a while uh, and, you know, yep. reading a page or two, five minutes uh, that you say, right. and, and worth a lot more than just mindless scrolling. Um, let's talk about fruitful engagement on social media, because in no way, yeah. shape or form uh, are we recommending just getting off it totally. I think it's an important place, especially for evangelization. And uh, can, there could be some real fruitful conversations that come from social media. And you got to really, you know, be... Um, uh, cognizant about that, and you have to be uh, intentional about that as well, because it can get out of hand. Um, but how do we engage fruitfully, especially in the spiritual life, on social media? So I think the best bet is to never respond right away to something. Hmm. Um, because when we respond right away to something, we respond without praying about it. And that very rarely, if ever, goes well. You recommend and a 24-hour timer here. I do. Wow. Yeah, I do. I think... I think a full day, and I, this one I have done, the, the 24 hours of deleting the apps I've never been truly successful with. Uh, but, yes, I have been able to say, you know what, all right, it's, what, the afternoon of Wednesday. If I'm still upset about this afternoon of Thursday, I'll go ahead and, and say something. Wow. But what really ends up happening is I do that thing where, I, you know, you go over the argument in your head and all the things you yeah. could say and all that sort of stuff. You, you kind of ruminate on it a little bit. And when you spend some time praying about it, all the uncharitable stuff kind of gets flushed out, at least in my experience, you know, and I find myself the next day, I go, okay, I do need to respond to this, you know, or I do need to address this or whatever it might be, but I do so in a much healthier way and in a much more charitable sort of way. And that really seems the key because if I had just, you know, started typing right away, I wouldn't have been there, right? It would have probably said something really snarky and it would have, 
you know, come across really, really terribly. And, you know, the, the big effect is the, the so-called watchers or the lurkers, sometimes people call them, the people who are seeing um, arguments online but never kind of reacting to them or, 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 or interacting and whatnot, they get turned off by our uncharitable actions in a, in a really particular way, right? They're not engaged in the argument, but they see, you know, these Catholics, they, uh, they don't love each other and other people very much, and that's what ends up sending them off. And so I think spending that full day of praying on how we can respond to those things better um, really says something. And it says to the person you're arguing with, hey, I take this seriously enough that I will return to it, but not right now. That's got to decrease the you know the uh, response responses that you're actually doing. I mean, by what uh, you know, sixty percent. A lot. Yeah, you would think <laughs> yeah. it would because again, you know, yep. right away it can conjure up anger if you see something that you disagree with, or uh, yep. you know, but but you know, putting that aside and and uh, especially for a full day, as you recommend, can really decrease that. I think a lot, and uh, also you know, responding to someone doesn't have to always be on their you know timeline or on their wall uh, you can do so as you said in some ways you know maybe not right now but meeting with them in person could be something if you find something to be really problematic or uh sending them just a a message uh in their right. inbox or an email or something that you might have and uh, moving the discourse there and that might also kind of lower the tension right because there's there's this dynamic every once in a while that we see online where it's no longer just this kind of you know uh, argument or discussion between the two or three people involved, suddenly it's a public performance, right? You know, I'm saying this in part to, you know, refute your argument, but also because I know that, you know, these 10 people who see it will definitely like this particular comment, right? right? Even if it's bad argument, I'm scoring points. And when you take it off of that public platform and take it to kind of a direct message, you take away the audience. And now all of a sudden, you know, whether it's the, uh, pressure on the other person where they're like, listen, I can't give in, even though he's got a really good argument, because other people will see this, that pressure's gone now, you know? And so uh, it takes away also the pressure on me to think about who's going to see what I say and, you know, really, really like it. And now I don't have to worry about that anymore, because my pride can get out of the way, because the only person seeing it is the one or two people that I'm talking to about this particular issue. And so it allows for that public performance aspect to go away, so that we can really charitably engage with issues of substance. So I think it's that's a really key piece because the the publicity of some of our our things online really just gets in the way. You did it. You knocked it out of the park. Great work, hey, my friend. All the time. Look at that. Look at this. Now, that, that went by fast. Justin White, director of youth and young adult ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines. Talk to you next month. Absolutely, sir. Have all a good right. one. That was good stuff this morning. Some great advice there from Justin. Uh, Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Friends, that puts this week in the books here on this Friday. I'll talk to you in August. Live from the Mercy One studio, I'm John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of
just to know you and to make you known. We lift your name on high, shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide. We know we were made for so much more. is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. 